You're listening to Save Yourself, conversations, ideas, and strategic thinking with the four founders of Unlimited Wealth. Join us for discussions, debates, and strategies that have brought them and their clients financial freedom, and how you too can break free from traditional boundaries to unlimit your wealth. And welcome back again to Save Yourself Podcast with Unlimited Wealth. Once again, it's Jordan Cole, John Blaylock, Mike Schwally. We're here to talk use cases of infinite banking. Um, appreciate you guys being here. John, one of the cool things that we're going to get into today um, with you and Mike is kind of talk about infinite banking kind of from a generational sense, right? Kind of transitioning our mind a little bit, stretching our mind a little bit. Um, you want to get into that and kind of talk about some of the things you've done for your clients, help them create not only strategies to work this way, but help them also think in this way? Definitely. This family business, we started down one path, and of course, life throws curveballs. And the cool thing is they were able to maneuver. How I met these folks is I knew the their key operator, and it's, it's an ag business, agricultural business. Knew the, knew the key operator. Mail him two books, Becoming Your Bankers, one of them, they sit on his desk at the facility. For, no. Yes. They did. They work well as coasters. So <laughs> anyway, I get this phone call and I, I know the I know the man and uh he said what he said I I asked, you know, key person what what you know, what were those books? And he said, I don't know. I hadn't read them. And so uh he said, Well I just I I've just finished both those books and I want you to come down here. I was like, Okay. So basically, the gist was he's he's saying to me, he goes, so what you're saying is, the dollars I put in here in this state are I get credit protection, yes sir. You're saying that if I do a few things, you follow a few simple rules, that I won't have to pay tax on this money ever again. I said, yes sir. And you're also saying when I die, it's going to pay a multiple like a lot more than how much I've built up in cash. I said, yeah, that's yes, sir. That's true. Well, the didn't know it, but the credit protection was the pain. So they were in a small town, just getting sued for really, really stupid stuff. It just money grabs. There wasn't much else to get in the town. You know why? Because that's where the money is. Right. The, the money was. Yeah. Will, Willie Sutton's law, right? It was a Sutton deal. Yeah. So this keeps happening, but yet they continue to work hard, have some really great years, making millions of dollars, doing really well, good stewards of their money. I mean, funding a family banking system, and we did the max on the parents, max on the kids. They have six, I believe. And it turns out they needed to close the business down. They used the capital for the business, and things were great, kept funding. And then a series of events, that, you know, outside forces, they needed to shut it down. So they did. Well, they don't, they're in a great spot. They don't really need money. But right now, or what we have been working on with them is they want to create kind of the Rothschild model, family banking model. They don't believe their kids will go to traditional colleges. I mean, they're not against them, but I mean, they're most I think what their vision is, which visions change, is that those kids will be plumbers, business owners, HVAC. Real estate, trade. and they already do some real estate, mm-hmm. and so what's and the kids are just now getting to be able to go out and make some money. So 
what they're what they have what they will soon have is a family constitution and then essentially say hey members of the family if you want to go out and and you need capital to start a business or you have a money-making venture uh you can you know come to the family bank we'll loan it we'll loan it to you we will charge you interest and you can pay it back um but you know, this is the extreme, and I don't know if they're going to go there. The Rothschilds were like, if if you borrow money from anyone else besides us, you're out. You're out. You have no more access to the money pool. That's gangster. And they required annual meetings where they did like lessons learned, and and I, in my studying on that, it's tough because there's it's like the internet is so hard to find, but it, it makes sense that if you're going to keep that going for that many generations, that you're going to need to have some structure some organization oh, yeah. to do it. Yeah. And so that'll be neat to see the kids uh, and they already have, they've already started doing that going out, but it'll be really neat. I mean, their family banking system is massive. And so in the meantime, they do, they're doing real estate deals, uh, homeschooling, doing, doing that whole thing. So it'll be neat to see what these kids do with it, but they will have, they'll have plenty of access to capital and they'll learn family banking and they'll understand why they pay interest. Well, that's why I was going to ask you to unpack a little bit, John. Is you know, you how, speak to that of it, what does it benefit the children to be a part of that family bank? Why why would it benefit them to participate and use that bank only? Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of extreme to say that only, but it benefits them to understand that hey, money has a cost. There's always that cost. If I pay cash or I use someone else's money, and so I think it'll be good for them to understand that hey when i make a decision with money there's always a cost and by going to the family bank hopefully they'll understand okay when older generation passes there's going to be a tidal wave of tax-free money that comes in be important they already do have policies on themselves but that was nelson's one of his biggest things was that if the next generation does not understand it and practice it it's not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you can't just can't hand them a blank check right. and say, good luck. It's like equipping your Never children. Works. It's like equipping the next generation versus like uh, teaching. Well, it's like give a man a fish, right? Or teach mm-hmm. him to fish. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully we teach this next generation to, to fish. Yeah. And you know what's wild about that is we talk all the time. We meet a client. They have a problem. They have a pain point. They're paying too much in taxes. They're too exposed from, to creditors. They are just getting killed on opportunity costs that they had no idea even existed. Well, in this example, if you just fa- if you if you get this right with this generation, and then they do it on the scale that they are, this next generation, they're they they're already avoiding all of that from the get go. They're not having to dig out of a hole or having to learn about all of the way they've been doing stuff wrong for 20 years or they, they're not they're they're starting with a, with a clean slate literally. And all of those hidden interest charges, all of the opportunity costs that would have otherwise been lost, all the thing, you know, the little fees and everything they'd be, the other banks and other entities would be charging them over all these years. They from day one are just keeping in house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's not even you know that has nothing to do with like what what the policy's doing. That's just the flow of money, the function of banking, and the fact that they are the owner and not the customer that enhances their system like in, in infinitely. 
And that's crazy to think that that's even an opportunity for anybody mm-hmm. to do. And I could see it being hard as a parent to say, well, I don't want to charge them interest, you know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I you love do. Them. I just love them. <laughs> well, Nelson used to point that I mean, out, though, is if, if the family bank is charging you interest, do you care what rate you're paying? Exactly. It's all yeah. going back it's into your the, bank. Because yeah. you're in the same owner. pool. It's yeah. the owner. Yeah, there's only one money pool, yeah. right? But, Jordan, you just made me think of um, how many times do you sit down with a client and you talk about kids' policies or juvenile policies, and the first thing they say, boy, I wish my parents did this for me. Yeah. Why um, didn't I get this advantage? I'm, these kids don't know how good they got it. Well, and they won't. True. They won't. And that's okay. And we've got to teach them. We've all got them on our children, and we're going to teach the process and how it works. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a huge – it's a, it's a way to think about this in kind of like the third level mm-hmm. of, you know, as Nelson said in his book, think long range, and I'm not talking about your lifetime. I'm talking about into the next generation. That's when you start – thinking critically and you can view everything much in in much greater perspective for the remainder of your lifetime if you're thinking about the next generation and everything in that context so i'd encourage any listeners you know who are getting into this there's a lot of nuggets in there to pick up but just continually we want to hit on the concept of thinking long range the the concept of just wealth preservation Forget rates of returns and growth and all that kind of stuff. You preserve wealth from interest and taxes alone, then you're going to enhance your net worth dramatically. Yeah, and in John's if, example, even if you never earn a dollar. And in John's example, the privacy it gave that yes. family. They they wanted the privacy of that contract, that unilateral contract between you and the life insurance carrier. If I make X deposit, they guaranteed me Y. Y is going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And. And, you know, Nelson was big on pointing out, like, the stress factor of money. And he always said money is the number one call, number one malady. Or, yeah, yeah dis-ease. Yes. And so if, if, they, if they do it right, I would, I would I'm, I envision that the, this next generation of that family at least can reduce, won't have that stress right. of, hey, are we going to lose the family farm because – XYZ person in the Fed, you know, Jack's rates. Right. Up. They don't, they're not going to live in that world. And it's hold on, you know, that's the whole holding on to the, the, the pro- family property. That's, that's another, that's another episode yeah. right there. Go watch Yellowstone. That, that's a, basically the plot for every single season there is never, trying to come after the ranch. Never <laughs> seen it. Never seen it. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. That, that's basically rinse and repeat coming after the farm, coming after the farm, coming after the farm. Okay. Uh, that's what you don't want to do. You want to preserve your wealth, you want to preserve your assets, and that's what we're trying to teach you how to do. Um, and hopefully, we can we can uncover a little bit more in future episodes as far as uh, additional ideas. Uh, that's all we got for today, guys. Thanks for joining us. This is Save Yourself Podcast with Unlimited Wealth. This is John, Mike, and Jordan signing off. Peace. Bye. You've been listening to Save Yourself conversations, ideas, and strategic thinking with the four founders of Unlimited Wealth. To learn more about Unlimit Wealth or to make a personal appointment, visit us online at unlimitwealth.com.